Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Welcome, everyone. My name is Cody Gesser. I'm the worship pastor here at New Life Church. I'm joined with Brian Wilmarth, our senior pastor. I'm back from vacation. Yeah. Welcome back. It's good to be back on the podcast. Yeah. Was your trip good? Mm-hmm. Did it go well? We had a really good time. That's just sweet, the man. weather in northern Michigan during the summer is oh, just... Oh, totally. It's not like that the rest of the year there, but um, <laughs> it's, it was just incredible. Just mid to low 70s the whole time. Oh, and that's so good. Yeah, it was quite awesome. And I appreciated uh, your podcast last week, just kind of yeah. giving a commentary on your sermon, and that was really easy to follow. So sweet. we enjoyed that on yeah. the way home listening to it. So That's awesome. Yeah, a little different take and... Hopefully yeah. it was helpful. No, and, I thought that yeah. worked really well. Cool. And so this past weekend, we actually finished um, the final uh, message in the series of our Sabbath series, and um, you dived into Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What gives there? That I was, know, right? You know. Um, I yeah. So I I love actually like digging into those chunks of text that normally we don't want to, like Leviticus. That's that's the book of the Bible everybody hates to get to when you're doing your one year reading plan, and it's just all these laws and all that stuff. I've become appreciative of the fact that there's some little little things in there. Not little. There's a lot of good things in there. But, you know, there's some richness that we can find. And to me, what we studied, the year of Jubilee, is one of those really good ones. Like, man, just you can see God's heart in it. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Like, I felt like Leviticus 25 really captures God's heart for people. And so that was part of the motivation to, to go there. Yeah. So what was the big idea yeah. this weekend? Big idea. So Sabbath shapes us into the character, the character. of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that you see. Um, so we used the year of Jubilee in Leviticus 25 as a, as a bit of a case study. This was a, an expansion on Sabbath. So it's not just a day now. Like God's talking about a year and a 50-year and a cycle of rest and, and change. And it's not simply about just... Hey, take some time off. Now we're going to do other things. We're going to we're going to really push into trust and faith. We're going to let the land itself rest. We're going to release those who are indebted to us and we're going to return property. Like all of these things are now becoming infused with a Sabbath practice. And that for me just helps us to see like okay, Sabbath isn't just simply about taking a day off. Mm-hmm. It is way more important and effective for our walk with the Lord. And I think, again, what I'm struck by is that God's heart is woven into that chapter. And I think that's the point. I think we're to see this is what he's like. This is who he is. And he wants us to be like him. And Sabbath is a way to cultivate that. Um, so I think that's that's the big thing that I'm hoping everybody t- took away from. And we talked about you know some of those particular components to the year of Jubilee and like what was happening there. Mm-hmm. But the the main thrust or why I felt like I wanted to share that why we went after that was to see that this was cultivating us into God's character. And it's about looking like him. And that's what Sabbath can do. So yeah. Yeah. That was that was the motivation. Yeah. Um and towards the end you kind of got into more of the application as usual and sure it just was reminding me of how this is such a timely message for the season that most of us are about to get into a school year and like just schedules kicking back in and for us to make sure we're like resetting our priorities. And, Mm -hmm. um, 
I know the answer to this question be like, keep the Sabbath. <laughs> but the, kind of the question is like, what, what should people be, what kind of tools can we offer people as they're like about to get back into this mm. or advice, maybe just yeah, advice yeah. in general, because it's so easy to start filling up that schedule again yes. and then totally miss a sermon series like this and yep, totally. not be able to utilize it. Yeah. And I think, I think you said it like it is, it's once school starts or even as you approach it, you start filling in your calendar to me right then is where we should be filling in our calendar with a Sabbath window. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, for my family, we're, we are very much in the this, like, planning for school mode. You know, we've gotten our school supplies, and uh, we're talking about the, the shift in schedule and what's going to happen. Um, that is the moment where it's like, oh, wait, yeah, we need to make sure we're putting in a Sabbath time. Um, and so, again, f- I think I shared this a couple weeks ago. My family, or for me and, and my wife, our Sabbath is Friday primarily. Mm-hmm. And so what that looks like for our whole family is that's a day off from work for she and me. And then um, we we take some time for the two of us that morning. Like that's kind of a date time since the kids are at school. We're off of work. We use that as a date window. And we you know spend some time together. But we also can, you know, spend some time with the Lord within that. And then for our kids, when they get back from school, can we make the rest of that day a day off for them and spill into Saturday as some mm-hmm. family time? Yeah. Um, we've got some commitments, like they're, they're swimmers, they, they're on the swim team, so there'll be some swim meets that'll come up on Saturdays. So we've got to adjust here and there. But the goal for us is to preserve as much of a pattern or habit as we can. So Friday into Saturday is meant to be a time where we're with family, we're with the Lord. This is a Sabbath. We're choosing to do some things that are, are filling for us. So planning that right now, as we're looking to the school year, as we're looking to, you know, swim schedules and all those things that are going to come, um, it's building that in. So I would say the first bit of advice right now, as you're getting ready for families, uh, for school to start, Put it on your calendar. Mm-hmm. And if you're not sure what you can give, like just say like what would be a, a an attempt or a good reasonable reasonable kind of thing. And if you fall a little short of that, that's okay. Um, there's grace and, and plenty of wiggle room. But I think putting on a consistent pattern um, is a good thing. So schedule it now, plan for it now, and I would say build in that habit. Like make it a repeatable, consistent thing. Um, for me and my g- growth and Sabbath practice, the consistency was the biggest piece. Hmm. Like you know, just forming that habit so that you know every week this time comes around and I just get used to it, and then I become excited that it's coming and I, I look forward to it. So um, I would say building building that in from the get go, planning for it, and then building that consistency, and then you know finding finding one or two key things that characterize your Sabbath practice. So like maybe it's it's a dinner, a family meal. Yeah, no, I love that. Like, I think that's good. Here, here's what we're going to do. It's this mm-hmm. thing. Or, or we've got a family devotion that we're going to read or we're going to spend a particular time in prayer or um, we're going to go on a walk or a hike if you know the weather's mm-hmm. good enough. Or maybe it's not. Like snow, like we're still going, you know, whatever. Um, but choose like one or two key things that we're that you're going to build in almost every time. Yeah, I think that will help capture the heart of Sabbath for your family. Yeah, no, I think yeah. that's really really good. Because um, obviously we should say, well, that one thing is Sabbath, and like yeah, that's what we, <laughs> yeah, right. But even even for me, the other day when we sat down at the table Friday night, just like sitting and talking and saying, okay, with us it was a trip. It was like, what was one thing that 
you know, was just really great about the mm. trip and what was one thing that was challenging? Where, where did you see God at on the trip? And we went that's around good. the table and did it. Yeah. And for us, that's kind of one of those things that we know that that happens and maybe mm. that will happen, you know, throughout the week, but yeah, for right. sure, like we're intentional with having a meal together on Friday night mm-hmm. um, currently. So I love that you said that it's, or if it's a hike and it's a few of these other things, like you know that's what your family does on that day and it just becomes a routine. And if you look at anything else in your life that you've had success in, it's probably because you're consistent with it and you practice it Mm -hmm. and you do those sorts of things. So Mm -hmm. like you can apply, how did you become successful in that thing? Do that with Sabbath as well. Really good. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing magical about this. Like it's just doing the the good work of discipline and um, being consistent. Like, you know, okay, I want to go lose some weight or I want to go to the gym or, you know, we do all those New Year's resolutions. The the biggest thing is consistency. When when the consistency falters, that's when oftentimes these resolutions or these goals kind of stumble down. And it's going to happen with Sabbath too. Like we're going to, there's going to be a reason that it's broken one time or a couple of times. Um, that's the moment to, okay, okay, let's get back to the pattern. It's okay that it happened. It, you know, we don't need to make up for it or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just, let's get back on to the the habit and continue to cultivate that. So yeah, yeah. I think I think you're you're right on. It's so and good. And probably just remembering it's okay to feel the tension of not doing things. And yeah, yesterday that's the other thing. one of the reasons we have this podcast is just some of the questions we have on preaching team. The mm-hmm. you know the few days after the message, we're like, oh man, wish it. Mm-hmm. And you know, Kirk had talked about how like this is really sermon series has helped him recognize like busyness mm-hmm. and how he doesn't always have to be busy. Yes. And I think that's one thing that's hard for people. And that might be the thing that you recognize that happens on Sabbath yeah. is like, I really try not to do things. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> when it, my body and everything else wants to go after all the extra odds and ends that I haven't done in the week. And, yep. um, and I hope that happens not, not to like the, the heart of it. I'm not wishing that on anybody, but I'm hoping that happens as we practice Sabbath. Mm-hmm. We get to these moments where I feel uncomfortable. I feel the tension. That's actually the good work of Sabbath. It's helping us to unlearn these patterns, these things that we've, we've assumed or adopted over the course of life. And yeah, if we can realize like, oh yeah, I'm busy. I want to be busy. That busyness is stimulating for me slowing down and that's really hard and I don't want to. But the more we do that, the more we're able to be free mm-hmm. of the busyness. So like, yeah, I hope these kinds of things happen to you as you're practicing Sabbath. Yeah, yeah that's really, and really good. the more we're able to be able to focus on the Lord because yeah. we're not spinning our wheels in our mm-hmm. head 24-7. Yeah. And I think one of the things for our families is that thing that we're looking at that we know that happens on Sabbath is our phones go away. That's and a good one. We put the computers down mm-hmm. and maybe we'll do like a family movie later yeah. or something. Yeah. Like that's always nice. But that's one of the things we know that happens in that space and mm-hmm. it totally changes the landscape of what that actually looks like for us and the conversations that we have because mm-hmm. you've just pulled that thing away. Uh-huh. And yes. Yeah. It's it's a fascinating tool, but can be extremely unhelpful at times. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so And that's what it is to be a tool. It's meant to serve us. And so often if we can't, if we have that compulsion, like I got to have my phone in my hand or I got to be looking at something, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're starting to serve it. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's, that's when hopefully we, we become aware of that. We recognize like that compulsiveness and Sabbath can be a part of the solution, moving away from that, not having that compulsive drive. 
Um, so I'm, I'm a big fan of putting the phones away um, on Sabbath. Admittedly, I don't do that as much as I, I want sure. to and would yeah. be beneficial for me. Um, but I, I see there's immense value in it. So I do encourage it both to myself and to everyone else. Like put those, put those things down at least for a while in there. One thing that's kind of silly I was just realizing is my screen time always sends to me Sunday morning and tells me this is how much you've been on your phone this week. (laughs) And it's always when I'm sitting in church and it's like this convicting moment of like, well, we drove on vacation and I think it counts because I had the maps on and I don't think that actually was that long. (laughs) But it's funny. I never recognize that that's Sunday morning when I'm at church. I always, it always comes up. You see your little screen time notification. I love it. (laughs) Your screen time conviction notification. Yeah. No. Do you feel like getting through this series that you were able to turn over every stone Mm, of Sabbath? No, certainly not. Yeah. Um, There's such a richness to this concept and practice that, uh, I mean, this is, again, the second time we've gone through it. And um, there's, there's just so much more to be mined. And I'm not even sure all the different ways that we could. You know, this could be something we, we re- revisit regularly. I'm not sure. But um, there is so much more I think we can explore with this practice. Um, and, it, and it's good. I think it's good to dive deep into this and to explore it and discover the richness that God has for us within it. So, um, yeah, certainly not. I think for this particular series... The first one, it felt like, let's get a framework for Sabbath. Like, what's yeah. it all about? Yeah. And I feel like we did a pretty good job of landing on that. For mm-hmm. this one, it felt like really tackling the obstacles. Like, mm-hmm. what gets in the way of Sabbath? What are the objections that we have yeah. when we think about, oh, I should practice Sabbath, but... It's because you, you realize after the first sermon series, no one was doing no, it. Right. Like, all right, we have so to we really to come back figure around out no. why it is... <laughs> No, I think fun. I think um, it's our human tendency where we 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 just give in to the um, the the objections or the hard or the the pushback. Like when when something gets difficult, we're just as human beings we will will shy away from that. We'll pull back. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this series, like let's let's address that. And so maybe to give the reasons why Sabbath is so good. And you know we we talked about how Jesus wants it to be for our good, how it's for freedom. Um, how it's meant to build trust and how it shapes us into the character of God. Those were the four components, and hopefully um, that's addressing some of our our hesitations, our objections. Um, and it doesn't do all of it, but I think it definitely speaks to some of those key things that might emerge for people as we as we resist practicing Sabbath. So, yeah. 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 Do you feel like if this series were to go another four weeks mm. any one of those you know because we had it broken into different you know the character of god and mm-hmm. what the motivation all those kind of things w- what space could have used even more teaching now kind of looking back uh, on that's it? good yeah i feel like each one of those concepts you know probably was enough for a sermon but you could d- go deeper into any one of those four probably that first one like really exploring how sabbath is a freeing concept to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that's probably one where I, f- I feel like, man, that could that could really cultivate um, you know a couple of conversations, a couple of weeks, um, and maybe even more the last one too. Um, I don't know that I I've, I didn't feel like it really like landed there in terms of the sermon itself, like helped 
helped go as far as it could have to see like how we are shaped into God's character. Um, so I, I see that as maybe a potential expansion area. Um, and we certainly, um, didn't go, in my opinion, deep enough. I, I didn't go deep enough into like the how to's of this. Cause I think there's probably some measure of, um, you know, okay, I, I, I needed to hear that. Thanks for the reminder, but how do I do it? And, like, I wonder if some, some folks feel that, that tension. Um, and I do think there's enough range here that there's probably some ways that each person could go explore. But if we were to expand or talk more about Sabbath, I'd probably expand on the first and last weeks and probably yeah. talk more about the how-to. I how wonder as as small groups get rolling out even more, and we're going to kind of be revamping some of that, mm-hmm. um, this would be such a great space for the how-to oh, to totally. get flushed out in small yeah. group you know, sermon-based questions. I think mm-hmm. that would have been a really good chance for people to dive in. It's it's a little bit hard and theoretical, like yeah. from stage yeah. sometimes versus people sharing their experiences with each other and just kind of working through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I would imagine we'll probably have another Sabbath series in the next year and a half, or you know, Something like, like that. I, yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, it's such a good thing to constantly be coming back to, and mm-hmm. we just installed those Sabbath rooms. <laughs> so everyone, there's a that's right hammock in there. There and, you go. Open all week long whenever you Hawaiian need to. music and <laughs> waves crash. Little beach sound, right? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That actually is a really good idea, man. We should do Sabbath like rooms. Sabbath yeah, room. there you go. <laughs> yeah, don't no one steal that idea. That, That's right. That it's Cody, Cody, yeah. Cody trademarked. Trademark. <laughs> don't even think about it. All right, so we're yeah. we're closing the book on Sabbath for yep. now, I guess, and. Um, where are we moving next, Pastor yeah. Brian? Yes, where we are moving next. So this next week, we're starting another short uh, four-week series on mission. So the mission of Jesus. Um, now, and I do want to specifically highlight the difference between missions and mission. Um, maybe you've grown up in church and you've been a part of a mission Sunday where we talk about uh, global missions and supporting our mission partners. That will be a part of this series, but I also want us to tackle uh, a bit more of what is the mission of Jesus and how that impacts each and every one of us, regardless of those who are overseas or not. So um, we're going to see in this series what what the mission of Jesus is, like what is he calling us to do, and who is that for? Who is that a part, like who's participating in that, and what does it look like for us to do that? Where does that happen? Um, and uh, we're going to find that it is all of us. We are all on mission. We are all missionaries in some sense. And uh, we're going to see that it's that it's where we are. And so that's the hope of the series. Um, but we will also, um, we're actually going to have a pair of our missionaries here this coming Sunday as we kick the series off. And they're going to um, share with us both as part of the message and um, just to share about their ministry. But they're going to speak from a global perspective, a global context of what this whole thing that Jesus is doing is all about mm-hmm. and how we're a part of a much larger movement um, than simply just some sort of local initiative or something that's far away. Um, yeah, there's God's doing a global thing here, and we're all a part of it. And so that's what we're hoping for for this series, to look at what is the mission of Jesus and what's he calling us to. Yeah. So we'll be talking about local missions as mm-hmm. well as, yep. are we going to be talking about maybe some 
giving some more um, scope for people to see who some of our global missionaries yep. are as yep. well. We'll take some time to do that. And one of the things I'll tease um, is we're we're working on um, some more just clear information on our global mission partners, the the people that we support as a church, um, and making some information accessible that way, and um, and just talking a little bit more about why we do what we do as a whole church. Um, and so that'll be a part of the conversation. Um, and we'll, we'll highlight certain things along the way, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's exciting. Yeah. I think people really appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to do good work. I'm excited for this series. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And I, I think it's, um, in some ways a bit, um, it's probably a bit overdue. Like, uh, I, I think as the American church, it's easy for us to kind of settle into what we experience at church regularly and mm-hmm. think like, Oh, okay, this is what it's all about. <laughs> but really there's, there's so much more that's happening. And I think we want to make sure that we're all aware of it. And what is new life specifically? What are we doing as part of all that? And where do we hope that our church is going in the future? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to speak to a lot of those kinds of things all together. So, yeah. I yeah. love it. Yep. Yep. It's good. That's awesome. Well, Pastor Brian, appreciate you talking here. And yeah. thank you everybody for listening. Um, as always, if you have any questions, you can contact us at contact at newlifeonline.org. We'd love to hear from you. I hope you guys are having a blessed week wherever you're at, and we will catch you next time. See ya.